Before we kick off this week's episode, we just like to send our prayers and our love out to the people in Lebanon as well as Zimbabwe. We all know what's going on with their civil rights. Uh, but most importantly, right now, we'd like to send out our love to our women listeners during this Women's Month. Happy Women's Month, ladies. And now, back to your regular programming. Mic check, mic check, one, two, three, one, two, three. The sound you missed the most after a month's creative hiatus. Not really creative because we're going through it. The Board at Home podcast is back. We're alive. We're well. And uh, Swish, man, I'm ready to part, bro. For those of you, the new listeners, you know, those of you who've forgotten us, let me remind you why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of the Board at Home podcast, where we dive into tips and tricks and provide personal insights on how to survive this life thing and based on how 2020 aka 2020 <laughs> based on what this year is serving up we need as much advice as we can get man i'm your humble host the faithful zulu man baggy team Gwame zulu and i'm joined by my brother what's good swish yes sir yes sir as you said my name is swish fully swish machera and i'm your co-host over here my man said it right this year is 20 plenty what we thought was plenty is a different kind of serving up. You know, they gave us a lot of cabbage instead of oxtail. But we're here to chat about what's good. You know, what happens next and what now. But how you doing? How you feeling? Listen, guys, I can't even complain. I'm having a good... I think I had a good restful weekend. We're having a good long weekend. Um, looking at the two weeks I just came off of, I needed this long weekend. And the last work, week of work was just mad. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to kick back um watch some series uh catch up on power i know everyone is way ahead of me on power so i'm only on episode 11 <laughs> now which is crazy they just killed my man ghost bro they just killed ghost i'm like no don't do this to my man bro and <laughs> yeah bro obviously i uh, got the basics done but a few big changes happened this weekend um yeah obviously you know the faithful zulu man rocks uh the high top fade word to the fresh prince will smith but in light of recent events and entanglements you know i had to let the fade go bruh i had to put the fade to rest and adopt the faithful black man low brush cut fade so if you see me in the streets <laughs> you know literally i'm missing half my head cuz so i'm going through changes bruh how was your weekend cuz yo that's so ironic i'm also going through quite a lot of changes i even had to move out to nigel blood i got a call yeah. On a Thursday afternoon, my boss hit me up and they're like, yo, we need you out of Nigel. So I'm literally waking up on a farm. I work in a factory. Mandem, things are moving. And now that you got a young brush cut, I can put you on with some waves, blood. We can be out just swimming. Yacht boys, are you ready for this? (laughs) Listen, man, pass me... Pass me the tips, the recipe, whatever. I'm trying to get these waves cooking. I got the do-rag wrapped up as we speak, you know? So put me on, bro. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. But you told me you had a crazy weekend, dog. Let me tell you all right now. This guy, Swish, we were supposed to record on Saturday already. Swish was out here coming with excuses lacking. What was happening, Swish? Give me the real juice, boy. Hey, man. I'm a dude that doesn't kiss and tell. So I'll just let you know that I needed some rest and relaxation and now that i've got that locked in come on now i'm ready to pod i'm ready to i'm mike tyson in the ring right now you know and i think that's a that's a really dope platform for how this is gonna be because we're doing a lot of bobbing and weaving these past three weeks 
we've been taking some heavy blows, you know, some real ones. So let's let's sit back, let's chat to each other. What's the heat, like? Of course, man. So uh, on episode seven of the Border Dome podcast, this episode is titled "What Now." And if you've seen uh, the album art, if you've seen uh, the description, we'll be talking about looking back at the past eight months of 2020. It's been absolute madness. There's nothing that we haven't experienced, whether it's personally, whether it's through someone else close to us. We've all incurred losses. We like, <laughs> listen here, man. Nothing has been ideal. All plans have had to be revised in some way or another, right? Mm. But now the question is, we've been crying the whole year. We've been, you know, complaining. We've, we felt sorry for ourselves. Lockdown had us in the crib, feeding all kinds of emotions, as we addressed in episode six. But, Swish, my chat is, what now? Where to from here? You get what I'm saying? So I think the best way for us to find that answer is for you and I to relate to each other and to the listeners through our personal journeys over the mm. past two weeks, you know? So yeah. um, I think since it's my idea, let me hop in first. Quick update to all of this, all the listeners. I don't know what to call our listeners, man. Like, what cool like 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 fan name can we can we give to our listeners? You know how Beyonce got the beehive and whatnot. <laughs> what are we gonna call them? Anyway, man, if you're listening and you have an idea for what you want to be called as a fan of the Border on podcast, please hit us up in the DMs or drop a comment on the podcast a comment section, whatever the case. Anyway, so the past two weeks. Now I'm lying. The past month has been crazy. Um, it's been a month since we dropped. That's mad, bro. But in the last episode, ah, those feels. Episode six, I I went into great depth about some personal struggles I've been going through, with regards to the health of my grandfather, aka yeah. the rock of my family, um, a man who was basically my father. You know, everything I know about being a man, about life, about getting shit done. Um, I learned firsthand from watching my man hold it down for the family. So um, I got lots of support and prayers after sharing the story about his health and what the family had been going through, what I had been going through. But unfortunately, um, on the 16th of, of July, um, the OG passed away, you know. And um, that's that's a big part of the reason why we haven't touched Mike in a minute. Because we just didn't know what to say, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, I just wasn't in the place for it. If I came on here and touched Mike at that point, I would have been mad, depressed, and that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to uplift people, man. We bang, we party, yes, you know sir. Because I mean? we partying. <laughs> but um, on the real notes, yeah, man, he passed away. It's been, it's been a very, very tough time um, for myself, for the family, for those close to us, um, and. For me, that was personally the lowest low that I've hit this year. Because out of everything 2020 has sort of robbed me of, you know, be it my graduation, be it um, the ability to, to move a certain way in my first year of work, um, be it, you know, rumors of retrenchments from friends and family in general, losing my grandfather or my father rather was like something I never saw coming. So that like that just took my mental state to a different place because I was like, bro, what now? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because 2020 is taking so much, like, I don't even know how to articulate it, but like, what, like, like, what else can I do? Like, what do I have to do now to, to kick on from this? Because I think in 2020, and I'm sure you can relate, Swish, we all went from, you know, being sad to, you know, coming up with contingency plans 
to coming up with a backup plan for that plan. And yeah. now where I'm at right now, after everything that's happened, my motto for the rest of the year and probably for life is I'm just taking it one day at a time, bro. I'm only yeah. just taking it one day at a time. You know, once again, I'd like to extend my condolences to you and yours. And I think it's really admirable that we're trying to be really honest and open with our experiences of loss. You know, I'll never forget, yo, dude, March was probably the worst month of my entire life. You know, literally every week I lost somebody that I used to break bread with. And the crazy thing was that was at the beginning of, you know, the corona, like the lockdown. And yeah. I really didn't know how to act, bro, because literally, how can you, how do you move from something like that, you know? And a lot of people around me were, you know, trying to talk to me, they're trying to console me. And they kept saying, yo, dude, you look like you're, you're managing. And I kept saying, like, whether you're dealing with it, whether you're not, you are not absolved from the tragedy. You know what I mean? Mm. And the thing is, mm. we're still in that tragedy. That is, that is a crazy thing for me. Like, it was experiencing hindsight while literally still being in the precipice. You know what I mean? And the yeah. one thing that I did learn in that moment or in that time is that Dude, mental fortitude, like, I had to come back to myself. Like, it forced me to really start evaluating. Like, you know those those flash moments where you see your own life before you and you start to realize, like, you know, who yeah. who is it? Who who am I? Like, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who am I really, you know? And there's no motivational talk that could, like, get me through it. They'd be like, yeah, this happens, that happens. But really, none of it was really you know speaking to me because the thing about losses it's yes you have all the memories that you've shared but the memories that you're about to create are things that they'll never be involved in you know yeah. your wedding yeah. your first your firstborn's birthday you know a lot of these things but mm. it's it's so it's so crazy how this has forced me to like go down to my core you know find my center like I created a new personal gravity. And like I said, dude, even even though I, I woke up today, you know, we say we keep it pushing, the sun is rising. There are definitely yeah. those days where it's just like, what now? You know? Like yeah. how much more? Like how much more can be taken? And then 2020 says, you know what? Take two for bison. It says, you know what? Yes. There are no jobs around. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you, you know what? <laughs> hey, my man, you thought it was bad now? We're going to show you, we're going to keep you indoors for five months. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a madness, dude. It's a madness. And I think all of us, dude, all of us are, are really trying to wrap our heads around some of these things, but we may not even have the tools to piece us back together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause, cause Swish, my thing has been like, you know how in all of our conversations and in all of our past episodes, we always speak mm. about um, the process, you know, your journey in life. And we've made it a standard that adversity is a sign that you're progressing, right? Yeah. Adversity is a sign that you're progressing. But often we frame adversity as a very personal thing, you know, um, as in we all have certain struggles. So like your struggle is going to get you to a certain place. And that sort of gives your struggle, whoever you are listening or even us, it gives it meaning because you're like, okay, um, me having to go through this, something that Swish doesn't have to go through, 
it means I'm gonna elevate. And that sort of, you know, puts some sugar on the L. However, yeah. the way Corona has come through and just distributed L's in different shapes and forms, bro, <laughs> it makes it hard to find a silver lining. And even for for someone, I mean, I consider myself a very optimistic guy. Um, realistic but optimistic. You are. I never like to dwell on on the negative because I've been in a place in my life. I remember back in 2015 when I was chilling at home after Tuck said, hey, my boy, take two for buys and sit at home. I mm. was in that bag of negativity. You know what I'm saying? And it's so easy to spiral out of control from that. And I can see why Corona and the current circumstances can make anybody get back into that bag. You know, anyone who's been depressed, who's had uh, problems with their mental health, they can fall back into that bag easily because you don't see an air, like you don't see an ending to your suffering. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Um, and the thing is, not every mind is trained or, or, or taught how to find the silver lining. For example, with what you and I have gone through, I'm going to speak for myself, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what I can do. I'm going to speak my truth. With what um, I've been through in the past two weeks, but I, I, like, honestly, it's been hell, right? But the silver lining that I saw is that with my grandfather passing, my OG was the kind of person who, the kind of man, old school man, who do everything in the crib. I'm talking from balancing the taxes to the finances to um, holding down the garden, planting every rose bush. You get what I'm saying? Even though man had garden service, he said, hold up, cuz, I want to put this myself, you know? This is how it's done, blood. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, bruh? And yeah. that's how I learned, like, it's better to do things your own way sometimes. You want it to be done right. So... Mm. My mom, my granny, and I, we just were on autopilot because we knew that my man had it. But in the past four years since he's been ill, um, I had to, without even like being ready for it, because I don't think you're ever ready for these things. I I decided to just step in and take over most of the things he was doing, you know, especially on the financial side, handling the payments, um, making sure that their taxes and stuff are done. Um, Anything that could be done there at home, making sure that from my side all the way in Pretoria, I'm able to help them. Because my mentality was... Yes, I can't buy Mkulu or a Benz or a crib yet because I was still a student. However, yeah. I'm going to do everything I can in my power to make your life easier, even in the smallest ways. You get what I'm saying? So without me knowing it, him being ill and now his untimely death pushed me into responsibility and pushed me into growth. Because now in the past three, four weeks, I've been doing things that I never thought I'd be doing. You get what I'm saying? bro? Yeah. But they had to be done for the funeral for the life insurances, for Goku and Mama to be good. You know what I'm saying, bro? So maybe, just maybe, and I don't want to be a cheesy motivational speaker, but just maybe, Swish, the reasoning behind all of our suffering right now um, is that we're being thrust into something greater, perhaps. I mean, listen, feel free to sit down and, and dwell on the L, bro. But what I've been telling myself at least is I've seen growth over the past two weeks. And that's what's comforting me, you know, knowing that me doing my thing, me being responsible, me holding it down for Koko, no mama, is the best thing I can do to honor uh, Umkulu's legacy, you know. But that's yeah. just my chat, bro. I want to ask you something, because like, you know, us talking right now, it sounds like we've got it all together. It sounds like, you know, we're, we're building a dynasty, a legacy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But tell me what you were feeling at the time, you know, like. What, what was it like? Like, uh, did you even have the capacity to do this? Because, you know, in certain situations, we just become automatic, you know, and we don't realize mm-hmm. what's going on. But talk me through it, dude. Like, your emotions, the uh, new responsibility. What is, what is cutting, dog? 
I, I, you know, man, like, I actually will never forget the feelings that I felt when, because I was at work, it was, it was a Thursday, I was at work, and I got a call from my grand at around, uh, I think about half past ten. Yeah. Yo, the hospital called, they said that the whole family should come through to see Mkulu, because he's not looking well. So, mm-hmm. two weeks prior to that, a similar thing had happened when my granny called and said, yo, he's not looking well. And I rushed back to Middleburg at like 2 a.m. Um, and we got there and he was taken to hospital and he was good. You know what I'm saying? So, at least, yeah. so I, in my head, when she called me, I was like, okay, no, you know, I accepted that this is part of his life now in and out of hospital. So I was like, no, it's fine. He'll be cool. I'll just rush over and see him. Everything's good. You know, I don't know why we think like that as human beings, but yeah. So I left work, went to the crib, packed the bag, hopped in the whip speed over to Middleburg. I think I left it around um, half 11. Got to Middleburg at half 12. Picked up my gran, my, my mom, and we went to the hospital. We got there at, I think, uh, at like quarter to one because it's pretty close to where we stay, right? Um, yeah. My granny went in first because of COVID rules. My mom and I followed, uh, but we couldn't get in, so we had to wait outside. At I remember at 10 past one, my gran calls me. She's like, yo, um, you guys should pull through. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, where should we go? Next thing, a nurse takes her phone and says, hi, listen, just come to ward, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, eh. But I'm like, hey, you know, maybe, you know, hey, maybe she's just confused by her phone, you know? So when we walked in, I remember when we walked in and they told us um, that he's no longer, he's no longer with us, man, like. I felt like I felt this huge hole in my chest, bro. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it, bro. Mm. This huge hole in my chest, and it's almost like all the tears that I was crying were coming from that hole. You get what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Uh, the day after, I remember I had to drive back to Victoria to fetch my stuff um, so I could stay longer at home. Man, I was on the road bawling, bro, to the point where my eyes were sore. Man, I had to pull over to the garage, get some painkillers, get something to eat, cause like it was just a madness, bro. Mm. and i just felt lost bro because i think my mom put it accurately when she said we've lost our big tree you know we've lost our pillar uh we've lost the tree that we were all branches on you get what i'm saying because um in our family or let me speak for myself i'm nothing without that man you get what i'm saying he taught me everything i knew um so that's how i was feeling for the first two days but i quickly had to kick into into get it done mode because i yeah. realized my mom was feeling that way. Ukok was feeling that way. My uncle and aunt are feeling that way. I can't feel that way too. I can feel it, but I have to feel that way and get shit done. You know what I'm saying, bro? So that's when I said, you know what, man? Hey, I'm going to feel this fully and still get things done. So that's how my OG would have done it, bro. So that's how I was feeling, bro. I was feeling lost, man. I was feeling lost. How yeah. were you feeling, bro, when you went through the loss of, 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 of your mates, I remember, and your aunt as well? yeah you know just just listening to what you're saying right now like having to get into that predator mode you know turn into a lion you know and regardless of the pain (laughs) you're feeling you you have to be the the face because you were you're young simba you know uh mufasa was grooming you all this time and yeah it, it it goes back to what you're saying about thrust into responsibility thrust into obligation and honestly, it's hard for me to talk about those losses here, the ones that I experienced, yeah. like, because they, they come in patches, you know, like, you'll be cool, and then boom, you know, it hits you like a wave. And yeah. like you said, 
sometimes you're in an environment to feel it all. Other times you're in an environment where they're expecting you to do things, you know. Yeah. Um, but you really made a, a staunch point when you said we're thrust into responsibility to kind of build our greatness. And I think I'd, I'd like to touch on that um, because I feel like you've you really touched on the, the aspect of loss. Yeah. But I want to talk mm-hmm. about responsibility and obligation now to our families. So in our last episode, I was talking about imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is when it just feels that everything that's happening to you shouldn't be happening for you. And you kind of feel like a fraud because it just doesn't make any sense. You know, things are just so tailored to you. And I feel like I'm continuously going through this because literally everything that we spoke about in the previous episode is kind of happening in life right now. <laughs> you know, it's it's a mad it's a mad thing. Dude. Like I said, I woke up on a farm and I work in a factory and it's <laughs> it's tailor made to me, blood. Uh, but yeah. going to the responsibility and obligations to our family, like um, my mom, she really got us into property really young my sister and I, and she's been grooming us to be able to, you know, handle some portfolios type vibe. And before lockdown happened, we were, our whole family was like, you know, um, moving and obviously lockdown kind of stopped that process and it was just more and more frustration. And the person that was dealing with the lawyers was me, you know, my mom told me, Hey, my boy, I'm not doing anything. Your pops isn't doing anything. We've lived our lives. It's time for you to take over, you know? And the thing is, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily my money, but it's it's now my responsibility, you know? I have to talk yeah. to the lawyers for the family. I'm the representative, you know? If things go south, it's me now, you know? Yeah. And it became really taxing because every other day felt like I didn't have my own time for myself, you know? It was, yes, I prayed for all these blessings. Yes, I wanted to be able to be more responsible. Yes, I wanted all these opportunities. But sometimes we forget that we're also human, you know? Like, we do have our limitations. And I really felt that I was hitting my limitation, you know? Because even, literally, like I said, last week Thursday I got the call, or the previous Thursday. um, And that was just after I'd finished moving my mom into a new crib, you know? I didn't even get two seconds to be like, ah, you know, we're going to swim in the pool over there. <laughs> we're going to plant some trees over there. You know, like it wasn't, it was none of that. And I felt like even moving, even me moving out here, uh, maybe that would give me a break. But guess what? <laughs> I started it. So I got to finish it. You know, like I'm the one that's yeah. in, in charge of like the national security or whatever. If things are still going south, I'm the one that still needs to deal with them. And I'm dealing with them like remotely, you know, and I, I won't even lie to you, dude. Some days yeah. I'm overwhelmed. Like I'm really overwhelmed. And sometimes it's like, be careful what you wish for, because it can come all at once, you know. But what matters is how prepared are you for it? And I think yes, you sir. made a beautiful um, analogy where you talked about how your granddad was grooming you. And it started to make me realize that, you know how they always talk about experience, experience and exposure. That's learning on the job. That's where, that's where you get the major keys, blood. And me getting thrusted into these positions are things that I will never lose. Like no one can steal this information from me because it's locked in my mind now. Like I've run through the motions and we may not think that we're prepared for some of these things, 
But if you throw a newborn baby into the water, they're gonna float because it's instinctual, you know? Um, but geez, bro, I'm still sitting here feeling like I'm smashing my goals, but still wondering about, you know, my personal life. Like, what now? Like, what happens to me? What about self-preservation? Yeah. What about, you know, aspirations? Yeah. Like, how do I still yeah. move in society yeah. when society itself is completely different from how we left it? Because COVID, my nigga, 20 plenty. Plenty of L's, plenty of dubs, plenty of more L's. It's, it's a wild thing. Okay. So... In my own personal experience, just to just to share with you, bro. Like that's true. Yeah, I take walks and I talk to myself on those walks, uh, just to hear my own voice. You know, you don't need somebody to be there yeah. with you to have a conversation. But when you start when you start hearing those words, like you don't even need to speak loudly because it's coming from you. You know, the vibrations themselves. You know what words you say. And when I finally yeah. get to like speak to myself, I get to articulate some of these thoughts. And I'm not afraid of expressing my anger or my unsatisfaction. And after I do that, for some reason, like, yeah, my perspective just shifts, bro. Like, I was mad. I was like, how did I wake up on a farm? You know? And then after I, I had that conversation with myself, it was like, man, I get, I get time to really grow myself. I can plant myself. I can root myself. And... I can just move, dude. And it, it may, like you said in the previous episode, it may sound like a movie sometimes, but my nigga, Wupilo, it's a movie, dog. Is a movie, <laughs> it's an omnipass. Yeah. It's an omnipass, this one. It's an omnipass. <laughs> um, but I think that's that's about it for me, dude. Like, yeah, man, you know what? It's like I, I really liked, I remember last time we spoke about the talking to yourself thing, because, yo, man, Swisher, every time when we're, when we're about to plan for a podcast episode or just before we record, Swisher would be like, right, I'm just going to go for a walk. Every time, bro. But like, <laughs> like, trust me, in these times of turbulence in my life, and I get, and I, I, I recommend this to anybody, um, going for a walk is actually, is actually so productive. Because first of all, you get to breathe. <laughs> you know? And this leads me to my, to, to my first coping mechanism. <sighs> in this what now thing <laughs> like so often and i got this from twitter and from you so often without realizing it our body language just screams stressed because your shoulders are hunched over you're taking short shallow breaths and more often than not your jaw is clenched you know because you're under you're under the stress and without consciously realizing this this could be your default factory setting so it's important to take note of your body language and just be like, wait, why am I hunched over? Wait, hey, open up your shoulders, bro. You know what I mean? Take a deep breath yeah. from the stomach, bro. You know what I mean? I know people be hiding them cover by, you know, sucking the stomach in. Let, <laughs> let the stomach hang and breathe properly, my guy. Listen, it's okay, dog. Listen to the belt, lad. Summer's arrived. It's late for you. We'll see you next year. You know, Corona took us all out. <laughs> and then unclenching your jaw and just like doing some stretches for the circulation, bro. Listen, fam, like... For me, the next what now, the what now is taking care of, of those small things in yourself because they, they play a big role in how you feel, you know? So if you're talking to yourself, yeah. be wary and curate that inner voice of yours. How do you speak to yourself, you know? Because often we don't speak to ourselves kindly, bro. And there could be many factors that influence that, be it how we were raised, be it um, the people around us, be it the 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 content we consume you know because social media is a madness if you're trying to draw your self-worth and 
you know <laughs> a way of life from social media and that and that culture it's gonna destroy you bro so it's important to curate i just want to cut you there yeah, just just to interject in, right like it's it's different when you know speaking to yourself i literally mean like out loud because when you're speaking to yourself in your head your mind can come up with a thousand different thoughts oh yeah but there isn't that concentration mm. to give you real depth mm. real meaning so when you actually vocalize mm. right you get to really articulate your emotions you get to really articulate your feelings you get to really kind of translate like you said body posture yeah your, our bodies talk to us all the time yeah. you get to translate that into something that you understand and can now work on but if it's just in your head nothing it's 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 just surface it's that's so true you know superficial that's so true but yeah please please continue that's bro. so true but and i think that links to what i said in the last episode where i said when i feel overwhelmed i just be you know getting back from work in the car and i hear off a young scream and y'all thought it was crazy when i said i yeah. scream in the car but listen <laughs> pupilo requires you to scream sometimes bro so whether you be in the shower at the yeah. crib or in the car at home if you're too ashamed of screaming in the car it's fine do it in your shower you're in the comfort of your home <laughs> Make sure the water's on, it's hot. Hit off a young scream, bro. I guarantee that that release of energy, you're going to feel so much better, bro. Because the way this year is going, man, we need to reach for any advice that we can, any productive advice at least, to get us through the year. But in mm. essence, man, the what now, from Ubagichi's perspective, is just to keep picking up the pieces, bro. Because what I've learned about adulting is adulting is just a series of dealing with L's, <laughs> number one, <laughs> spending your own money, number two, and keeping it moving in a very, you know, healthy way as well. Because when I say keep it moving, I don't mean suppress your emotions. Nah, that's why we, uh, yeah, that's why we cry. Nice. You know, so <laughs> that's why we shed those dark tears, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Um, that's why we we speak to our mates about how we feel, or speak to a professional or family. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. it's important for us to um, always look to move forward. Whatever pace you're moving forward, that's up yeah. to you. That's up to your capacity. And it'll differ, right, Swish? At different stages of where you're at mentally, it'll differ. But as long as your goal is... For sure, dude. Progress, baby steps, half a step. Even if you take one step today and two steps back tomorrow, it's all good, my nigga. You follow up with one step tomorrow, it balances out. You get what I'm saying, dog? So we just have to keep moving, man. Yeah. I think for me, um, you you really highlighted some really good points. Uh, But the what now for me is you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm. So... You gotta, you gotta take time to fill your cup up. You know, we need an airplane, and it's about to go down, yeah. and those air moss shoot out the, <laughs> shoot out the top. They tell you to cover your face, yeah. secure your moss first yeah. before helping somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of us in this time, we're so giving of ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. that we end up depleting the little that we do have. So self-preservation, guys. Like, fill your cup, let it overflow. If it's not the time to pour, keep filling it up, my G, because you can't, anything you achieve cannot exist or happen without you. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Um, You're on the wave right now. And now we got to, we, we got to give a shout out to the listeners, dog. You know, we, we hit a milestone. We didn't even get to celebrate that milestone because we're pillow. Hold up, Sush. You know Hold mean? up, Sush, bro. Um, Before you get into that, because I know you guys to announce that. I just want to say to everyone who's made it yeah, this yeah, far yeah. in 2020. I'm giving you applause, man. And with that being said, that being said, oh, that being said, Swedge, go in, bro. What you want to tell the people, bro? Yeah, yeah. You know, 
you know when they tell you get your numbers up okay <laughs> when they tell you you gotta you gotta be secure in yourself okay you know what i mean we had like a thousand listens on all our streaming platforms and we we just two gents chopping to each other we we didn't even know if anybody would want to listen to this yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you said last time, I'm sure it was your mom and my mom are just hey, keep listen, playing listen. it back. Our moms are streaming <laughs> it on mute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, even for that, dude, like, I'm eternally grateful. Like, I'm just so appreciative of it. Like, sometimes we don't need external validation, but when it does come, it's it's just, yo, I, I'm so overwhelmed, dude. How do you feel about this? <laughs> um, yeah, man, listen, like you said, boy, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just super grateful. Um, and when we started this, we had no expectations. We just wanted to build a platform, speak about things that we care about, that we think our peers can relate to and, you know, make some impact in our communities. So the fact that the, 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 the response has been so great after just six episodes, and I know we haven't been consistent, so we apologize. So we appreciate y'all for sticking with us, but Peter has been showing us flames, but still... Man, the fact that we hit 1k like over over three weeks ago, and now it's probably 1.1. You get what I'm saying? We can't even we can't even thank you. Yeah, we can't even thank you. <laughs> and yeah, man, just eternally grateful. Mm, shout out to the feedback, because honestly, if, without that feedback from each and every one of you guys, it this this wouldn't have been where it is today. Yeah. So if you're about to send us some voice notes with some feedback, you better you better put your best voice on because we may just plug you. You know what I mean? I, I think that's a good idea. What do you think, Buck? Now listen, man. If if, if people get a if, a young segment, <laughs> if you, if y'all keep up the good feedback, we about to have a segment with the wildest VNs where y'all saying like some dope shit about the pod, and we're about to plug you, man. You might just be the intro clip for the next podcast, you know. So so stay on your toes, stay on your jays. Yeah. We might just plug you. But like Swish said, man, we're totally grateful. We're totally grateful, man. And um, yeah, man, with that being said, this has been episode seven of the Border Dome podcast. Swish, man, we were gone for a while, bro. How you feeling, bro? We back. How you feeling about this episode, cuz? We back. We back. We back. I'm feeling super good. This is another beautiful episode of the Border Home podcast. I've been your host, Swish Matera, and I'd like us to sign the side. Bugs. Do your thing. Yeah, man. Shout out to Swish, man. I appreciate you, bro. It's always good vibes. Always love, you know, uh, to our listeners. Sunshine, rainbows, no clouds. You know what I mean? Smoking loud. Ha <laughs> ha. Nah, I don't know what I'm saying. We don't smoke loud this side. <laughs> I've been Maggie Team Gomez Zulu, a.k.a. The Faithful Zulu Man. And this has been the Boarded Home Podcast. Hey!